Auto tourism. Auto touring is the subject of this episode of the Eclectic Monk. My name is Reginald Pithcock, and I will be your guide as we prepare for the adventure. What's that? What's that? What does intrepid mean? Of course, I know what it means. But I suggest that you get out your Oxford Dictionary of the English Language and find out for yourself. Wouldn't want to rob you of the adventure of self-discovery as you educate your poorly trained mind. Hmm. I'll be back momentarily after I've regained my composure. Auto touring. Auto touring. It's an adventure. We all need adventure. Beautiful American interstate system, the Eisenhower interstate system, of course, designed after General Eisenhower went to Germany, was impressed with the Audubon. That's right, the Nazis invented an Audubon system that was generic, overly controlled, boring, downright unattractive. Of course, what do you expect from Nazis? So, your interstate system is great to get you there. Being there, the destination is what it's all about. But that's not what auto-touring is. Auto-touring is the adventure. Stepping out of your doorstep in your automobile and discovering the wide variety of exciting things, places, and people that are within 50 kilometers of your door that you are not even aware of. So today, I'm going to give you some hints and some tips to allow you to be an intrepid auto-tourer, to get out of your interstate destination rut and to figure out what's right around you and what's even further away that you have missed your entire lives. Now, interesting to think that 100 years ago, 1921, the automobile was expensive, unreliable, and the roads were worse. Paved roads were nearly non-existent. But after Henry Ford introduced the Model T, Common people began getting their own automobiles. Local municipalities began paving roads as they connected themselves to their local hamlets and villages. And these roads connected and paved became the numbered system that we know and love today. If you are interested, your roads are numbered in a particular manner. Your odd-numbered routes are your north-south routes. Your even-numbered routes are your east-west routes. This should always help you when trying to figure out where you're going, how to get there. Because if you're on a north-south route trying to get to a westward location, you might possibly be moving in the wrong direction. It's important things to know when you're adventuring. Now, no one goes to Mount Everest, stands at the bottom of the hill, looks up and says, I think I'll climb that thing, and begins. Any adventure begins with a plan to be successful. You have to have a plan, and I would suggest that you buy a map. The first thing you want to do is have a map where you can look where you are and figure out where you would like to go 
Maybe do a little bit of online investigation. Perhaps even get a dictionary or an encyclopedia or a local brochure or speak to a human being, which I highly recommend, about things that are within short driving ranges and go and begin to plot out your exploration, figure out which roads will get you there. But just because you have a map and a plan doesn't mean that you can't deviate from the plan. As you get out on the road, you might see something out there that you want to do. You might find an interesting bypass. You might see a sign that leads you to some interesting historic location. Don't be afraid to do something different. Be confident. But having a plan in place before you pull out of your driveway is what gives you the confidence to adventure, to go forth. Second thing you want to be sure you do is make sure your automobile is serviceable. But of course, change the oil. Make sure your fluid levels are properly filled. The tires are well treaded properly inflated. You want to make sure that you have a blanket. You have all the things that you might possibly need should something go wrong. Because there's nothing that ruins an auto adventure quicker than an automobile breakdown. A little bit of foresight. A little bit of planning. A little bit of thinking ahead. You can make sure that you have confidence in your craft as you move out. To go out into the wide world around you to see what there is to see. Do what there is to do. The third thing that I would highly suggest is that you take substance. That is, pack a picnic lunch. Have food available. Don't be dependent upon McDonald's or some other vile location. When you, with a little planning, a little forethought, can carry along a tablecloth and a delicious spread that you can enjoy in a churchyard, in a local park, or simply on the side of the road. Now you can make the food as complex or simple as you like. I suggest taking along some nice well, summer sausage and some cheeses with some fine fruits, some nice crackers and biscuits. The simple is spread out, some nuts, cherries and always take along some additional water because you never know you might get thirsty sometimes you don't want to consume anything but water while you're driving your automobile if you want some sodas or that kind of thing well of course you Americans can do that if you like I would suggest waiting till the evening find a nice pub somewhere drink a man's drink but that's between you and yourself but pack a nice lunch. Overpack. You might try to eat twice. You never know. This is an adventure. You don't necessarily have a destination to get to. What you're trying to do is enjoy the journey itself. So, buy a map. Don't depend on your confounded GPS. GPS navigation is the bane of national existence. There's nothing I hate worse than getting behind some chap who's listening to his device tell him where to turn. 
when two minutes of studying a map would have told him exactly where he was going. We've lost the ability to plan ahead. We've lost the ability to adventure successfully. Get a map. Make sure your car is ready to go. Pack some food. Think about it. What do you need? And then be prepared for adventure. Take a quick break and I will come back. We will conclude with some other thoughts. Recently, my wife and I were traveling on holiday. We were not on the confounded Nazi creation called the interstate system. We were on a numbered road, all alone, driving through the beautiful countryside. We happened upon a historic marker. And we turned off of the numbered road onto a named road of some consequence. Drove for a while, following that marker to another, which led us to another turn, which led us finally to a small, unpaved track. And we found ourselves standing on the site of a Revolutionary War battle we had never even heard of. But there we were, right there, at an important, critical moment of historical significance. That's adventure. That's what we're talking about. It's not about getting there. It's about the journey, discovery, being open. I would suggest, as you go out into your journeys forth, that you be prepared to stop often. You never know what you're going to see, who you might meet. As you drive through local towns, stop the city centers. There are beautiful small towns with beautiful parks. Browse the shops, talk with the people, sit in the cafes, dine with them, and enjoy connecting with the people. Keep your eyes open. When you see that sign, follow it. Turn off the main road onto the back roads. Don't be afraid to go someplace and turn around and go back. Don't be afraid. Have confidence in your plan, in your vehicle, in your preparations, and in your own ability to solve any problem that might come along. I've driven on many roads that dead ended. That's not the end of the world. You turn around and go back. I've been lost. You just keep driving till you get somewhere else. That's why having a map in your hand is so important. You will eventually get someplace. And you can take out your map, figure out where you are. But some of the greatest adventures I've ever had, some of the greatest discoveries I've ever made have come completely by accident. Don't be afraid of the accidental. Don't be afraid to just go someplace. Certainly don't be afraid to turn left or turn right. 
just to see where the road goes. Because in doing so, you can discover some of the most beautiful places you've ever seen. Finally, if you're planning to travel multiple days, I highly suggest that you stay in a bed and breakfast. The uh, bed and breakfast are everywhere. What this is is not a hotel. It is not sleeping on a bed that some other person has slept in the night before with the same experience that you're having. It's not walking in, being ignored by a desk clerk. It's not all of those things. It's a more personal experience, and usually you're spending the night in some historic home, beautiful homes. I've spent the night in many beautiful places. And there are other people, like-minded adventurers, that you'll meet and enjoy. In fact, some of the highlights of my recent travels have been the conversations over breakfast that I've had with complete strangers that it turns out to be people that I really liked. So, plan ahead. Think about it. Don't be afraid to stop. Shop, browse, go antiquing. Go into places that you wouldn't normally go. If there's a local museum, walk through it. If the courthouse is open, go in it. And stay in a bed and breakfast. Once you've done it once, I promise you, you'll be addicted to the experience. Spending the night beautiful historic home and then actually sitting and talking with your fellow human beings you might just discover that there are real people out there people who care people who are not stupid people who are decent and good and honest thoughtful brilliant otherwise interesting to meet. Well, fellow travelers, I hope this inspires you. I hope the next time you're going somewhere, you will say, I will take an extra day. I will enjoy the journey. I challenge you to figure out a way to get from here to there without getting on that interstate. I challenge you to take the time to actually explore this country. Explore your state. Explore the neighboring town. Go. Read the plaques. Meet the people. Eat the foods. Drink the beer. An adventure. An adventure. Because we all crave it. We need it. And we need the connection with the land, with the roads, and with the humanity next door. Remember, it's about the journey. The journey is the thing. We're all going to end up in a grave somewhere. Oh, last thought. Cemeteries are fascinating. Don't avoid them. Come into a beautiful old town, you see an interesting old church. You go out and Begin reading the tombstones, those who have gone before us. What you'll realize 
there are two kind of people. There are people that no one remembers. Those are the boring ones. There are people who are revered. Those are the interesting ones. And I would challenge you to cha- determine in your heart today, if nothing else, be interesting. Adventure on. I hope you've enjoyed this. Again, my name is Reginald Pitcock, and I bid thee good journeying and grand adventures. God bless you. I really do appreciate you listening to the podcast, and I do hope that you will share this with your uh, friends. Uh, just send them the link um, for whatever um, outlet you're listening to me on. There's four or five that I'm actually on now, which is pretty cool. Um, if there's a place on your app to like this, I'd appreciate it. If there's a place to rate it, that'd be great. Uh, if you have feedback for me, uh, if you know me, just send me a text. Uh, if you don't know me, you can go to theeclecticmonk.com. And you'll find in the contact, there's an email. I would love to have your email address. I would love to get to know you. I would love to share um, my adventure with you. And so, again, I I appreciate you, uh, fellow travelers, all nine of you. If you are one of the nine, hold up your hand and uh, know that you are sincerely appreciated and loved. Till we meet again, have a great day and God bless you.